0: Welcome to Tony Non Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. I'm your aptly named host of your favorite hebdomadal podcast. You hear the live music that can only mean one thing it's our 600th show and 12th Jubilee. Woohoo! We have a listener of the week, Trisha Madry Baker. When someone posted on an N10 discussion, what's your favorite nonprofit podcast? Trisha was quick on the keyboard and posted the first answer, Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. And her post got the most likes of any of those second rate suggestions that came after. Uh, Not that it's a competition, but uh, Nonprofit Radio did get the most likes, I have to say. And uh, by the way, for those two past guests, who stabbed us in the back by naming second-rate <laughs> podcasts? Uh, oh. You're banished. You'll not be back. Wow! But Tricia Madri Baker from Aplastic Anemia and MDS International Foundation, thank you, Tricia, for loving nonprofit radio as your favorite podcast for nonprofits. Congratulations, you are our listener of the week on the six hundredth show.
1: And also, everybody's answers in the N10 forums are all. Wonderful and appreciated. Tony is being hyperbolic, just making sure people know that.
0: <laughs> oh my, I should, hope they, I should hope they realize that after after a couple of beats, after a couple of beats. So for this uh, 600th show, auspicious occasion, we have uh, august Personages. My co-host is Claire Meyerhoff. We've got live music from Scott Stein. Our contributors, Amy Sample Ward, who you just heard uh, defending all the second-rate podcasts and uh, Gene Takagi are here. Our sponsors, Turn 2 Communications and Fourth Dimension Technologies will be dropping in and we'll be surprising a bunch of folks. It's fun, it's music, it's celebration and gratitude. So on Tony's Take Two, I'm gonna be saying thank you. We're sponsored by Turn
2: 2 Communications, PR and content for nonprofits. Your story is their mission. Turn-2 .co. Visit them at turn-two.co. We're also sponsored by Fourth Dimension Technologies, IT Infra in a Box, the affordable tech solution for nonprofits. Visit 4 d just like 3D, but they go one dimension deeper.
0: Oh, that mellifluous voice.
2: <laughs> it can only be Claire Meyerhoff. Welcome, Claire Meyerhoff. Hi, Tony. I love doing your stuff spots. I really do, because I used to do spots back in the day when I worked in radio, and I don't do them anymore. So when I get one in front of me, I'm just like, "Ooh, I get to read a commercial.
0: I'm very glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're with us. Yes, she is, you. of course, uh, Nonprofit Radio's creative producer. Claire's the president of the Planned Giving Agency, Request Marketing and Philanthropy Communications, and the company is at pgagency.com. So glad to have you, creative producer. Thanks. Thank
2: Thanks. you, Tony. I can't believe this is your sixth Hundredth show. You are the most prolific and amazing podcaster in the history of podcasts. Amy's that writing that in. down. She's going to put
0: that uh, in. I'm, let, I'm letting that sink in. I'm <laughs> giving that a couple of beats. Let that no, sink in. No, it's true.
2: My world is radio, right? So, so after radio, people started doing podcasts. So I've been paying attention to podcasts over the years. Like I read articles about it and stuff and I see how people try to do podcasts and they fail because they get a committee or something like that. And they just can't even do one podcast. And you have done six 100. You have done two a week for no, once a week, one week, once a week. I'm sorry, once a week for every week Whoa. of the year, 50 a year, two off for vacation times 12, 600. It's, it's actually mind blowing. It blows my mind. I'm no good at math, but I can do this math, and that math adds up to podcast success.
0: Thank you, Claire, and our, and our 13,000 plus listeners each week. So thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. It Incredible. is, it's a, it, it feels terrific. I, I have to do one a week, otherwise I, I, I'm, I'd be undisciplined. We, I, we'd be at like show, I don't know, Three. 226 <laughs> or something after 12 years, but one a week, it, it keeps me disciplined. Let's bring in Amazing. Scott Stein. Scott, welcome, glad to have you.
3: Thank you, great to be here.
0: Always a pleasure to have you on the, on the Milestone shows. Scott is the composer of our theme song, Cheap Red Wine, which we'll be hearing later. He's a Brooklyn, New York-based pianist, songwriter, arranger, conductor, and music director. He's got a new album coming out imminently. He's got a new baby that just happened very recently. And you can find all this at scottsteinmusic.com. Scott, so glad to have you.
3: Oh, well, always glad to be here. It, it feels like the milestone. It's like it's it's a certain time of summer It or it's a certain time of the summer. It's like, all right, it's time to do Tony's show again. Look forward to it every year,
0: every July. Thank you. So, tell us about the new baby. I, I thought I thought the new album was big news, until <laughs> I learned about the new baby. Well, the they're... album is like, uh, well, you know, they music is important too. Tell us about the new baby.
3: Yeah, I I, I won't try to compare the two. Uh, uh, we so we have a little girl named Aviva. She was born about six weeks ago and she's just, she's beautiful and she's growing and she's just starting to give us smiles and it's just, it's awesome. Uh, She's really wonderful. You might, she's in the other room so you might occasionally hear her. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And her big brother uh, is, uh, we have a three-year-old named Eli and he's been awesome and he's a great big brother and it's just, it's fun. It, we're not sleeping a whole lot that's the only thing but <laughs> that's sort of to be expected so it's all good baby
1: like the piano
3: yeah actually right before uh right before i came on i had to do a couple of vocal warm-ups just to get ready so i had her in had her in my lap there and was is. just singing and playing and yeah, you can probably hear her right now She's
0: we can hear her that's okay non radio okay. We're, we're we're family embracing we're not just family friendly
3: but yeah anybody other... could be
0: family friendly we're family that's... embracing and pets too
3: indeed I was going to say the other day i was home just practicing piano. My wife was holding her and she was asleep and she didn't wake up till I started, or sorry, till I took a break from practicing. As soon as I started playing again, it lulled her back to sleep. So yeah. Magnificent. All
0: right. All right. And a new album coming up?
3: Yeah. A new record is called Uphill. It's going to be released next month. That's August. Uh, The first single, which I'm going to do later in the show, is going to be coming out in about two weeks. And uh, we're gonna do a record release show here in Brooklyn, where I live, uh, through a an an organization called Operation Gig, which sponsors a bunch of outdoor shows uh, throughout the Ditmas Park and Prospect Park South neighborhoods. Cool. Um, And so we're part of that. We're really excited. That's August twenty first. And yeah, it's it's I'm really excited for people to hear this music. It's we've been working hard at it, and it's finally ready.
0: Outstanding. Congratulations, Mazeltov on on uh, on Aviva. And the album, uh, Uphill, all that info is at scottsteinmusic.com. Uh, let's bring in Amy, Amy and Jean. Amy, our uh, technology and social media, hello, hello indeed. <laughs> our technology and social media contributor and CEO of N10, uh, where that auspicious uh, podcast poll was uh, was taken. Uh, their most Official,
1: recent- scientifically valid, you know, statistically valid survey of best podcasts in the online forum.
0: Yeah, well, nonprofit radio was number one, so obviously that's all true. <laughs> that, that, that is, that is all true. Uh, their most recent co-authored book is the tech that comes next, and we have to get you on the show to talk about that. It's been, it's been your lackluster host's uh, re, uh, remiss. Yeah,
1: you said we couldn't be on until you read it, so I guess Tony, this is you admitting you have not yet read the book.
0: And uh, they're also at <laughs> amy Sample, they're also at amy and at amy r s ward. And uh, Gene Takagi, our legal contributor, managing attorney of NEO, the nonprofit and exempt organizations law group in San Francisco, edits that wildly popular nonprofit law blog.com. He's also a part time lecturer at Columbia University. You'll find his firm at neolawgroup.com and he's at GTAC. Glad to have you, Gene.
4: Wonderful to be here, Tony, and congrats. That's a, a, an amazing. Uh... Feed six hundred podcasts, and uh, I'll second Claire and say, yeah, number one on my list. Thank you very much. Thank you,
0: and uh, Trisha madry Baker too, our uh, our listener of the week, number number one for her. So look at all the number ones we've got.
4: Um, I'm just sucking up to see if I can get listener of the week one day as well.
0: Gene, <laughs> <laughs> you're listener of the month. You're on. Uh, you're, you're 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 contributor of the month. Listener of the month. Come on. I mean. Uh, you're you're bonafide. You're way beyond bonafide.
4: I've been on thirteen years. I've never been listening for the week, so I mean, Gene keep is trying. hoping
1: you have one of those hallway, <laughs> you know, things with the little engraved. Gene really wants one to say one one week he was the listener of the week. Okay, I see.
0: Oh, uh, the listener of the wall, the listener of the week yeah. wall that I need to install yes. in my home uh, in yes. my, my
1: background.
0: Yes. Beetle Bailey back here. Okay. Right. It's a little Polaroid
2: okay. picture of, of Gene. Like when I worked at Roy Rogers in high school, they had ranch hand of the month, and you had your little Polaroid <laughs> and your thing. And I never became ranch hand of the month.
0: Yeah. That's so exactly what, what I want, Claire. Yeah.
2: Ranch <laughs> Hand of the
0: Month. Yes. <laughs> Terrific. Hey uh, Scott, we'd yes. l- we'd love to have some music. All what do right. you think? Yeah. Do a first, do a first song for us from uh, this is going to be from Uphill, the new album.
3: Yeah, uh, this is going to be the single. Um, uh, full disclosure, I think I may have played one or two of the songs that you're about to hear on the podcast before, so hopefully your audience is okay with a repeat performance. Um, can't remember if i did this one or not to be honest but uh this is going to be the single it's going to be out in a couple weeks uh it's called on my way it's actually the first uh first tune on the record
0: on my way
5: I could still find my way out of the ordinary and back into the frame Take some of that comfort and cast it aside Step out of the jacket, step all the way outside side
0: beautiful scott thank you thank you thank you swagger in my stride yeah that's terrific <laughs> all right all right we got more music coming from uh from scott's going to play a couple more tunes for us including of course the Naturally. uh the ultimate the, the theme
3: of course
0: the theme song cheap red wine coming up coming up later too but thank you scott cool my pleasure So, Claire, I'm like, so, Claire, so, how do you, so, um, unmute myself. Thank you for your uh, thoughtful, thoughtful, uh, thoughtful words about the 600th show.
2: The 600th show is amazing. And you've had so many guests on over the years. And I thought that I would do something in honor of this jubilee and create something called the Delightful Dozen for your dozen years. Delightful and now, Dozen. And okay. now I have an now I have an official an official theme song. There's so a- the Delightful Dozen are kind of just, you know, 12 people that I asked Tony to to think of who were really truly delightful, dynamic, wonderful guests. And we wanted to highlight them on this 12th Jubilee. And I'm really digging the word Jubilee. So we Anybody- have a delightful yeah. dozen. Anybody, anybody can, have, can an have an anniversary, anybody, but a Come Jubilee. On. Yeah. And you know, the That's... queen, they just stole that from you over in you in England. They stole uh, that. Queen of England. Yeah. She, she, she counts too. Yeah. She borrowed she borrowed yeah. your idea. So yeah. yeah, we have a list. She doesn't of have a
0: podcast. Queen doesn't have a podcast. No, not that we know of. She Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, there's her problem. She's got no marketing.
2: Got no marketing. Right. So, so we'll, 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 talk about these delightful people over the course of the show. So here are our first three of the delightful dozen. So this is the first quarter of the delightful dozen and our first delightful dozen designee is is Cheryl McCormick, who is the CEO of the Athens Area Humane Society. And she is a delightful dozen member, our inaugural member and Tony, why did Cheryl make the delightful dozen?
0: Uh, Cheryl McCormick has been a fan of nonprofit radio for many, many years. In the early years, she used to send me messages on uh, Twitter and Facebook commenting on the show. Years ago, she did a blog post where she listed, um, you know, recommended podcasts. Uh, she put nonprofit radio at the top of her list. And she was the first blogger to do that, you know, uh, gratefully, thankfully, you know, her- I, the show has been on many lists through the years, but she was the first person to do that. Um, so, you know, just long term, long term loyal fan. Um, I have my planned giving accelerator, and she was the first person to join the first class. So, yeah. she was the first member of the first class of planned giving accelerator. I was grateful for that. It was very uh, significant, you know, moving. That, uh, that she believed in, in what the course was going to be about, because I hadn't done one yet. And the course has turned out very, very well. But So she's been a long-time fan, and uh, that's why I'm grateful to Cheryl McCormick, and that's why she belongs in the Delightful Dozen. Thank you, Cheryl, for being part of our Delightful
2: Dozen here at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. So the next member being inaugurated or whatever and welcomed into the class of the Delightful Dozen. We have a woman named Barbara Newhouse and Barbara is the current CEO of the Southeast Texas Food Bank, which is an amazing organization and so important these days, especially. But Barbara, when she was on the show, she was the CEO of the ALS Association and she was involved in an extremely high profile, nonprofit fundraising activity that goes down in history. Tony, tell us what that was.
0: That was the Ice Bucket Challenge. And I was so excited to get her on the show. The Ice Bucket Challenge was during the summer of 2014, so we're going back a few years, but it's legendary. It was
1: eight years ago already. Yep. Yeah. What yep. is people, time? You and know, people are what still is talking it? about it. People are still
2: talking about it. They're like, uh, how can we do something like the ice bucket challenge? Clients yeah, want you, that. You, They're like, hey, how yeah, it was work? organic. No, no. You, you can't, no you it's can't. lightning in a bottle.
0: Right, and that was so that was the summer of 2014. It wrapped up right around Labor Day of 2014, and then on the October sixth show. We got Barbara Newhouse, the CEO of the ALS Society which was the the beneficiary of 120 150 million the the numbers seem to vary a little bit but a ton of money came in over six eight weeks they were overwhelmed and we got to talk to Barbara Newhouse, the CEO about how it originated and you know it was it was purely organic it came from three three uh, three service three folks with, with ALS in their family or the, or they themselves are patients. And it, it was just purely organic. Uh, and then what they were going to do with the money and what, how they were going to decide what to do with the money. And did that show um, that October uh, for 2014 show at the Chronicle of philanthropy offices. Um, so we shared the interview with them, but they let me do it on the podcast and then they hosted it uh, on their site and, you know, it was just very, uh, very much an upbeat uh, moment for Nonprofit Radio to get Barbara Newhouse just a couple of weeks after this all had, this all had broken. And to do it in the Chronicle of Philanthropy uh, office, it was terrific.
2: Yes. So Barbara Newhouse, thank you for letting us designate you one of the delightful dozen of Tony Martinetti. Robert Radio. Newhouse. shout we'll out! We'll send to you, you yes. a, a plaque yes. or something. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, let's but not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. You might get like a sticker. Okay. So the third person we're going to talk about who we're going to um, uh, bring into our cone of silence or whatever is um, not a cone of silence. What is it? It's cone like of distinction. A, it's a cone a of, co- uh, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, it's, it's a basket of fabulousness. I don't know what it is, but it's called the delightful dozen and it's Tony's Delightful dozen people, and so the third one we're going to bring in is the editor of the Chronicle of Philanthropy, Stacy Palmer. So Tony, tell us why is Stacy a member of the delightful dozen?
0: Well, because uh, she was amenable to what I just talked about—the uh, that sharing of that interview in 2014. Uh, she's been a guest on the show a bunch of times. Uh, most recently, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think like three three weeks ago because the Chronicle of Philanthropy is transitioning to nonprofit status, which is enormous. not know. going from privately held to, from privately held, they're owned by the Chronicle of Higher Education now, but they're going from privately held to nonprofit Hmm. status. They have not gotten their approval from the IRS yet, but they have made their 1023 application. So that's huge. And she's been on the show a couple of other times. And then in addition to that, she gave me uh, an opportunity years ago to host for The Chronicle, the, another podcast, uh, Fundraising Fundamentals. And that was, uh, that was different. It was strictly fundraising, yes. short form, mm-hmm. nothing more than 12 yes. minutes. Most of the interviews were like 10, 8, 10 minutes. Uh, right. Quick, one, on two, one. three, what can we learn? Mm-hmm. And, and I did that for four or four and a half years with The Chronicle. Wow. Hosting that uh, uh, for them, and so you know, I'm grateful to Stacey Palmer, and uh, that's why she belongs in the delightful dozen. So there you go. And that is the first
2: three members of our class of the 2022 Tony Martinetti Delightful Dozen. <laughs> and <laughs> we'll you. have more later. Stay tuned. All
0: right, we absolutely will. <laughs> and uh, it's my pleasure to bring in one of our one of our sponsors, Peter Panapento. Peter. Good day Hi, everyone how are you? Hello Peter.
6: Hi Peter. Uh,
0: we were just talking about fundraising fundamentals on the Chronicle of Philanthropy and uh, and how Stacey Palmer was important to that and uh, and you were too Peter in, in making yeah. that happen.
7: Yeah that was our first joint effort way back in the day Tony when we worked on that. Indeed.
0: Indeed. Um, so uh, I, I invited Peter to come, of course, because Turn2 Communications, of which he is one of the partners, uh, is a sponsor of Nonprofit Radio, has been for several years. And uh, Peter, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the support that, that uh, you and your partner, Scott, give to, to Nonprofit Radio. So thank you. I want to have you on to say thank you for your many years sponsorship.
7: Thank you. We're big supporters of the work you do and uh, past building, you, pro- you provide to the non-community through this program and through so much of the other work you do too, Tony. Uh, you really do a, a really important service and the uh, especially those at smaller organizations that don't have access to a lot of the resources that a lot of us do.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Peter, your your audio is breaking up a little bit, so I'm going to suggest you you turn off I'm your going, video.
7: I'm going to turn my video off, and as right. I do that, I'm going to move to a better location. So. Okay,
0: because I don't want you to be breaking up as you as you uh, remind folks uh, as, as I do each week. But we, now we're going to hear it from one of the partners. I'm just a lackluster host of the number one podcast, but still <laughs> lackluster. Um, so as you uh, you know remind folks what. Uh, what turn two communications is all about for nonprofits, please?
7: Sure, we are a uh, a full service communications and PR agency that specializes in working with nonprofits and foundations. Uh, it started uh, from my work uh, prior to going into consulting as a journalist, where I spent a number of years at the Chronicle of Philanthropy, really getting to know the field uh, and starting to really understand the, the the best practices in communications and PR and have taken the lessons we've learned there along with the, the years that we've now been working with uh, nonprofits and thought leaders and, uh, and foundations across the sector and apply it to the work we do today.
0: You do a lot of work with community foundations,
4: don't you?
7: That's right, that's right. That's a, a really central part of our business. We, um, we provide support to a group called the Community Foundation Awareness Initiative, which is a coalition of about 150 community foundations that we provide strategic support to. And we've really built a community of practice among communicators at community foundations where yeah. we bring them together. We, um, we provide them with resources and training and we provide a forum for um, communications professionals to talk to each other and learn from each other. So that has been a, a really interesting uh, direction of our work and it helps inform a lot of what we do now.
0: You've had some valuable recommendations too in, uh, in crises for local community foundations, so that's I've I've found that uh, very helpful. After the uh, Uvalde shooting in Texas, I was very happy to send out. Uh, you recommended the uh, San Antonio area community foundation. That's as right. Having, as yeah, having a we, fund. we really
7: we really leverage that network and and try to to find ways to leverage our own network to communicate about. Uh, how folks can help in, in response to disasters, uh, but also how they can support uh, each other and, and, and help and grow the field at, in a larger way. And I really appreciate when uh, when folks with platforms like you see the work that we're doing and the work that these organizations are doing and help amplify that message. That's, that's the best possible outcome.
0: Oh, it was, it was a pleasure. And uh, Peter, I want to thank you again for, for the turn to support. Of nonprofit radio for your kind words. Thanks very much for joining joining today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so Thanks, much. Peter. And, yeah. Thank great you Peter. To see you all.
2: Wonderful. Great guy.
0: Oh, very grateful. Yes. Um and uh which leads me to uh a, a, a more uh more formal expression of gratitude. And uh it's time for Tony's take two And I have to say thank you. Thank you um it's hard to uh, identify, you know, who you thank first. I, I guess, I guess listeners, you know, if, if it wasn't for 13,000 listeners a week in, in, in small and mid-sized shops, which are the, the ones that we all hear today and all the guests that I've had through the years uh, want to support, you know, i um, i um, uh, I knew I was going to get misty. <laughs> you know, I, I channel, I, I channel our listeners. Oh, you can be a heart. Um, I channel our listeners you know w- what do I think you would ask if you were in the conversation uh, what do I think is most valuable to you to know to to take away from this guest whether it's uh, you know discussion points for for your 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 team or for your CEO or for your board to act on I get, get a lot of comments you know I brought this to my board for discussion you know mean that that's uh to me that's a grand slam uh, I'm I, I'm not capable of going any further. That's, you know, Grand Slam is all I know about football. I'm not very good at sports. So (laughs) obviously, um, So, uh, but you know, I'm channeling the listeners. Uh, I'm grateful to to all of you folks who uh, have listened and and do listen. And of course, everybody who supports the show, everybody here today, Claire, Scott, Amy, Jean, uh, you know, our, our longtime, long time contributors. I've got more to say about Gene and Amy later on. So uh but gr- grateful at this point. Just a lot of thanks going out, a lot of gratitude to our listeners, to everybody who supports the show and who has supported, you know, through uh through 12 years. You know, I'm ready to do another 12. We're not we're not stopping. So
1: Tony, can I add like a tiny sprinkle of love on top of your big love sunday for your listeners uh i'm trying to come up with a metaphor there (laughs) um you know i we at n10 of course like a whole community of people learning about technology but so obviously it's a biased view but i don't care and don't pretend that it's not biased but there's so many people and so many institutions that those people are in and then so many other factors like the perception or the positioning with funders or whatever else that constantly tells folks in our sector, you're supposed to already be the expert. And like, heaven forbid, you admit you're not, you know, so for 13,000 people to say, actually, I'm going to learn something by listening to this show for 12 years, (laughs) right? Like, I just want folks to really appreciate in themselves that they are not buying into all of that noise that like they already know everything they're already the expert like there's nothing more to learn like there's so much more to learn and we actually do better when we learn together in conversation or in practice and I appreciate that for 12 years you've created space for that learning to happen but also that 13,000 people were like yeah I have more to learn you know that's really important for our sector
0: Thank you, Amy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm going to let Amy have the last word. That is Tony's take. That is Tony's take too. Scott Stein's got some more music for us.
3: Yeah, I do. Um, well, I thought I would do uh, the title track from the new record. So this is, song is called "Uphill," and um, it's simply about kind of climbing out from. Uh, from something and getting uphill and trying to trying to stay up there which feels like kind of where we're all at right now we're particularly with you know the pandemic and everything else that's happening and so um like like a lot of work uh the song takes on multiple meanings or it takes on different meanings you know for, for different people so anyway that's this one <laughs>
5: No. Drain that's always uh-huh. helpful. Uh-huh. Chance that I'm stuck.
0: Thank you, Scott. Uphill. Title cut. The album coming up next month, August Indeed. 22nd. Is that? 20, 20, 21st. August 21st. I gave you an extra day. Well, you have so, an extra day just in case you, one no more worries. day after a year makes a difference.
3: Yeah. Well, the show will be the 21st and uh, I might uh, might put it online a few days before that, but next month. So for sure. So
0: Uphill, the album coming August 21st. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks a lot, Scott. Thanks, Tony. I had the opportunity to uh, have a chat with our uh, our other sponsor, uh, the CEO uh, Juggin at Fourth Dimension Technologies. They're based in India, so uh, they're all sleeping right now while we are chatting here pleasantly. So I met Juggin uh, in New York City, and uh, I'm going to play that uh, that uh, that that chat. Uh, Right now, here it is. I'm with Juggin, the CEO of Fourth Dimension Technologies. We all know it as 4D, of course. Uh, we uh, couldn't arrange to talk on the uh, at the 600th show with him live because he's uh, a couple hours away. So we're meeting in Moynihan Train Hall in New York City. So you may hear some train announcements in the background, but. Um, that's where he and I are talking. And uh, Jagan, w- welcome to Nonprofit Radio 600th Show. And thank you so much for being a sponsor. Uh,
8: thank you, Tony. And thank you for uh, first having us as a sponsor. Uh, it's wonderful to be here and excellent to meet, per- meet in person yeah. after almost two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute
0: pleasure. So, uh, this is a chance you know, uh, for you to acquaint our listeners with uh, 4D and with IT infra in a box, you know. So folks have been hearing me talk about the uh, the IT infra in a box, but and, and we'll get there. But first, you know, just acquaint us with uh, with 4D from the, the CEO perspective.
8: Yeah. So so let me tell you. I, I think that It's a lo- it's got a long history. Uh, close to 30 plus years old. Yeah, that's, that's pretty long and uh, been in the IT infrastructure space all through. Uh, when I mean IT infra, it uh, basically we're talking about everything that involves with IT hardware which is like compute, storage, network, I mean the list is long. You have backup, you have uh, disaster recovery, business continuity, you have uh, the operating systems, uh, you have the security aspects of it. So we pretty much cover the entire gamut of IT infrastructure and with our 30 years of experience, I think we, we can claim to have fairly reasonable, good knowledge on all these pillars that we talked yeah. about.
0: and yeah. these are all aspects of the, the IT infra in a box that, that, that folks can choose from.
8: Absolutely, yeah. so what we do, what we've done is, uh, we've actually boxed our 30 years of experience uh, in the industry uh, to provide affordable solutions for nonprofits. So what we are essentially trying to uh, provide non-profits is being able to have the entire IT intra of theirs in one single interface. Okay. They can, of course, uh, they have the option of picking and choosing what they want, but all of this is available as a single interface. And also as a service, which means they pay for it as they use. Yeah. That's what we're trying to send to them.
0: You're, yeah. you're sensitive to the fact that uh, non-profits are operating
8: on you know, often small budgets. 100%, no question about it. We, we understand, we work with non-profits, we understand how tight budgeted they are. We also seen how non-profits have evolved with time. There was a time there they were focusing only on things like getting the donation and executing projects. Yeah. But today time has come where technology has become very crucial for not just survival, but for their growth as well. Okay. So we feel that technology going forward is going to play a very major part oh, in sure. their functioning. For any organization, let alone nonprofits. Everybody, I mean,
0: there's no more index cards. Uh, Everybody's, every person, not not only the IT director, I mean, everyone, of course, is using technology in their work.
8: Yeah, and we understand the need for, especially for nonprofits, to work with tight budgets. So, which is why when we start looking at it, we've kind of made it a very cost effective model for them. I'm, I'm sure they will see the cost-effectiveness in the whole process, Attention. which we also feel is probably is our way of from giving from back, from in, in some from sense, from in from some, from some from sense, okay, because so we're not going to be as looking as at purely market rates process. in this model, but we think there is an option to do that. But, but we also want to make it easy, easy, elegant, and simple for them to use. That's the idea.
0: And there is a large U.S. nonprofit you're working with now.
8: Oh, yes, we do. That's, a, that's our first experience with nonprofits. So it's a, not just a U.S.-based. Uh, but it's an international organization. Uh, they have presence uh, not only in the US, they have presence in Japan, Korea, uh, parts of Europe, India, all over, and uh, it's a huge impact. So when we when we actually got into that organization, I think it was recent, they, were, they had a lot of IT, uh, let's say, components in this. Yeah. They had actually bought a lot of things. But I think what has happened is, over a period of time, they were all disparate components of the It It is not integrated into one solution for them. So when we got in, we realized that there are lots of things which they, were bot- they had bought, they were not using. And some of them, they could have used it better. So we started optimizing the whole thing. I, I, and today, uh, we've moved something to the cloud, something in the data center and stuff for like that. And today, uh, they are in a position, actually, a, a very stable IT environment is what they have. For the okay. And then we also manage it for them 24-7. Attention please.
0: And that's IT infra, IT infra in a box, available, <laughs> if, if, if they're not using that exactly, but all these competencies that you're describing are in the IT infra in a box. Yeah. So, um, right. Absolutely, all right. so
8: using all the components of IT infra in a box. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't start off with IT infra in a box for them. We started off with IT support for them, but I think it evolved into something where we felt that when we put it into a, Complete integrated component. Uh, it, it can really help a lot of these nonprofits, irrespective of their size.
0: Okay. Irrespective of size, excellent. All right. Jogan, mm. Thank you very much. Pleasure to meet you in uh, New York City, Moynihan Train Hall, and thank you again for your your sponsorship of Nonprofit Radio. Thank you. And,
8: and thank you, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony, for giving us this opportunity. We're really hoping that uh, this will give us an opportunity to be of service to nonprofits. That's the way we look at it from our perspective. Terrific. Thanks Thank so much. My pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. Too. Thank you.
3: Oh, that's so fun that you met in the new Moynihan train hall out at Penn Station.
0: It's beautiful. Have, have you seen the, have you seen the I train have. hall yet?
3: Yeah, it's great. It's really, I, it's, it's almost unrecognizable from, from what we think of as Penn Station. Uh, oh maybe my. something closer to what what the old Penn Station from way back yes, in the day. The was. old beautiful one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Trying to get a little yeah. bit of that back.
2: Has anybody else been there? I have, I, have, I have been there, and I grew up on Long Island, so I'm very familiar with Penn Station, which, you know, for years. And then the first time I had a friend in Westchester and I went to Grand Central Station, I was like, that's their train station? Wait a minute. <laughs> Kids from Westchester get this train station? Kids from Long Island get this train station? Yeah. So, no, I'm it, very excited about the Moynihan train station. Yes, the old Long
0: Island Railroad was underground. I mean, the station was underground. The it's, tracks, it's, obviously. The, it's the station so, you know, was underground and no windows. Got no low air. ceilings. It's just. Amy, like... do you remember it from when you lived in the city?
1: Yes, for sure. Not at it's all. Not city. Attractive. It,
3: no. it, it's a notch above Port Authority, but right. uh, yes. not by exactly. Not by much. But, you, yeah. but you
1: still have the same <laughs> sense of like, if you don't have to stop and ask for directions and you just know, I'm going to go, I'm going to pass 2 I'm going to turn left and then I'm going to go where I need to go, then you're like a real New Yorker. You didn't have to, you know, like you knew the map in your head, but you don't want to know the map in your head. Like <laughs> it's not an achievement to know it. You know, yeah, you gladly yeah. forget it. Yeah.
3: It's an achievement to basically spend as little time in yes. the
1: station as possible. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, it's not was never a welcoming space. No, uh, and sometimes so, but... you'd
2: actually see like, you'd see Long Island celebrities in in pen, you know sort of like mini celebrities like islander players or you know baseball players or whatever and you'd see you'd see them in Penn Station and they'd just be kind of standing there I saw Jim Palmer once if you remember the handsome baseball player from the Orioles he was I saw him once in Penn Station he was the quarterback wasn't he yeah he was the quarterback of the Orioles exactly (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I once saw Billy Joel in Penn Station so that's like the ultimate to be from Long Island and see Billy Joel in Penn Station with a few friends because probably that was just maybe for whatever he was doing that was the easiest way to get home wait
3: but this is the guy who he like takes a private helicopter to Madison to his Madison square garden gigs now, right. so he's Come a long way. you know, I don't, like, know. I don't think he's taken the long Island, before that. I was gonna say, I don't think he's oh, taken the long Island uh, railroad. I'm on all, the higher end time. of
2: the, I'm on the higher <laughs> end of the age spectrum at this point. And um, so this was probably maybe like 1979 or something.
0: Okay. So really New York now has a, has a, as a, very fitting, uh, train, train hall. It's not, it's not yeah, even it's Moynihan fun. train station, it's like the difference between an anniversary and a Jubilee. They don't have a train hall. They don't have a train station. You know, any any town could have a station or or a terminal. They have a train hall, a train hall in New York, Moynihan Train Hall. So
1: grand, it's it's grand in that way. It It is grand. grand. It is grand.
0: It is grand, like like the uh, like the Jubilee, like the Jubilee. Um, so, um,
2: Claire, how about a little more delightful dozen? Oh, I do have some more members of the delightful dozen to introduce. Oh, what a surprise! What a surprise! what 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 a surprise! Well, I, th- I think the next person I'd like to mention is, is a really cool lady who I've met before, and her name is Regina Walton.
0: Tony, tell us about Regina. Walton. Oh, Regina. I love Regina. She yes. was the first social media manager for Nonprofit Radio. So she had been the social manager for my company. I, I'm, I, no, maybe not. No, I, no I, I take that back. When I started the show in July 2010, I knew I needed help promoting, and uh, and I brought Regina on board, and she was the social manager for the first three or so years of the show uh, got, it got me launched. You know, when I didn't know what Twitter was, she knew to get at Tony Martinetti uh, through the years when I didn't know what Gmail was, she knew to reserve Tony Martinetti at gmail.com, uh-huh. which I've always been Very grateful smart. for. Cause I wouldn't know. you know, I'd be using, right. I'd be using Tony Martinetti 12 now or something at Gmail. So, <laughs> so she knew, she knew, she knew uh, oh, she was on good. a game. Regina Walton, very fond memories of uh, the the show's uh, and my first social manager, Regina Walton. Certainly belongs in that uh, delightful dozen.
2: Congratulations to Regina. And our next member of the Delightful Dozen is Edgar Villanueva. He's the author of Decolonizing Wealth, and he heads up something called the Decolonizing Wealth Project, which supports social movement and racial healing. So he's obviously a great guy. Tell us about Edgar.
0: Edgar's terrific. Um, uh, Very proud of his uh, heritage. He's a a uh, Lumbee, one of the the Native American tribes in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. which- Mm -hmm. I have a home near the Lumbee River, so he and I chatted about that. And near Lumberton, in Lumberton, exactly in Lumberton, Mm -hmm. North Carolina, and oh, maybe it's the no, it's the Lumberton, maybe it's the Lumberton River, but Lumbee certainly from that area. uh, Very smart guy. Um, His book is Decolonizing Wealth, and he leads the Decolonizing Wealth Project. Um, He was first on the show, November thirtieth, twenty eighteen. But I've replayed it many times and uh, I'm seriously thinking about using his show to replace my annual replay of uh, a show called Zombie Loyalists, which was with uh, Peter Shankman, wrote a book about marketing and how to make people your zombie loyalists so that they do all your marketing and your promotion for you. And they are zombies to your, to your cause or your work. Um, and I've replayed that many times in December, but I think, um, I think I'm going to replay. Uh, it feels more, you know, uh, uh, promotion and, and marketing have their place, of course, but Decolonizing Wealth seems, uh, seems a little more mo- uh, of the moment to me. So I think each December I'm going to replay uh, Edgar's interview from, from 2018 about, about his book, Decolonizing Wealth. So he'll be an annual replay and uh, absolutely belongs in the, among the delightful dozen.
4: His book I mean, is you a know, must I mean, you,
0: read. Uh, I'm sorry, Gene. Go ahead. Gene. Yeah, his
4: book is a must read for anybody looking at, at social justice and racial justice issues, and um, that is a must read book. Um, and I, I had the pleasure of listening to, to Edgar uh, in uh, Oxford, and of all places, um, and uh, just a, a, a wonderful speaker and one wonderful presenter, a wonderful thought leader on, on, on all of these topics. So I'm glad to hear he's going to be. Uh, in 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 the he delightful is, dozen, yeah. and, delightful and, dozen,
0: Edgar yeah. Edgar Edgar Villanueva, yes, wonderful that he got invited to speak at Oxford. Outstanding, their their speaker series is preeminent,
2: outstanding. Wonderful. So our next person up is Beth Cantor, who doesn't know and love Beth Cantor, uh, Tony. Why is she in the delightful dozen?
0: The only guest to say fuck on nonprofit <gasps> radio.
2: Well, you just said it.
0: Well, she was the first person.
1: Tony's not a guest he's, the he's not a guest that's
0: true that's right thank you for saving me yes my statement what, rings what, my statement rings true <laughs> well, what
2: the I'm fuck? Wait, wait, wait now I'm, like, I'm a guest host I just right. I just well, you're producer. I'm not gonna yeah.
0: do it I'm not right. gonna do it well we have no, no guests have to, here no. really twice in, in one, twice in one show she said uh, <laughs> yes she was referring to a, a cause I think was it fuck sharks or something like she's that she's
2: gotta be from so, Long Island
0: <laughs> but she's been on the show many times talking about her books uh, you know, people think of her as a technologist, but she's also very concerned about wellness and, and uh, the, the whole person, bringing your whole person to work. Um, her most recent book is uh, with, with Allison Fine, uh, The Smart Nonprofit, which is another uh, duo that I need to have on the show very soon, along with Amy Sample Ward and, uh, and their co-author, uh, uh, that's why the host is lackluster but uh, it's coming it's coming So <laughs> Beth and Beth and Allison will be on soon but Beth long time supporter of the show many time many time guest and uh, she has that distinction for her uh, her uh,
1: and love uh, out to Beth who in a couple months ago finished her six years on the N10 board. Wow. Thank you for your service
2: N10 yeah. board. yes
0: N10 very important. The- Beth Beth Cantor,
2: Cantor, thank you for being in The Delightful Dozen, which leads us to our next member of The Delightful Dozen, whose book, Beth Cantor, wrote the forward for. And that book is Bitcoin and the Future of Fundraising. And the author of that is our next member of The Delightful Dozen, and he is
0: Jason Shim. Yay,
1: Jason. Another delightful (laughs)
0: guest. Yes. Member of the N10 board,
1: right, Amy? He was on the same term as Beth. So he and, Yeah. He and Beth just
0: turned off. All right, service on the N10 board um, belongs in the delightful dozen because he's 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 such a generous supporter of the show. When 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 he's on, he rises above other folks in terms of uh, most other folks uh, in terms of promotion and just sharing the show. And uh, he's a delight, and he's always he's got very practical. Uh, Grounded suggestions, but he also can look at the 30,000 foot view, you know, in that book, Bitcoin in the Future of Fundraising, you know, also able to look ahead. Um, and I should also just shout out uh, Pathways to Education Canada, where he is the IT director, director of technology, perhaps, but he's a muckety muck at Pathways to Education Canada. We'll leave it at that. And so, and on parental
1: leave right now, but.
0: On parental leave too. Oh, he had a child? They, they had a child? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. He and his partner had a child in, she was born in December.
0: Wonderful. All right. Yes. Shout out. Shout gonna, out there. But
1: Canada, you know, Canada actually cares for its people. And so they have parental leave <laughs> for a very long time.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Claire. We will. Uh, we will and leave, let's, we have, one, we have
2: one more quick one. Let's do Sam Lebowitz. Sam Leibowitz. Oh, okay. is in the A shout out
0: to Sam. Everybody knows Sam. The, the producer, the uh, the line producer of the show, uh, he had the studio in New York City. I was with him for three different studios in New York City. He had yeah. trouble paying his rent. No, but he uh, oh,
3: just- stop that. Different... So do we all do. We all. Do. <laughs> we
0: all... <laughs> Everybody we in New York City has trouble paying their rent. No, he moved around. Leases ended. But he got better deals. Um, but- yeah, Sam Lebowitz, very special place for nonprofit radio and for me. He um, gave me a spot on the show, uh, gave me a spot on his uh, online network when nonprofit radio was brand new. Uh, all of you may remember that was uh, Friday at uh, 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. Friday, 1 p.m. We used to do our, our show live, and it was live streamed, of course. Sam managed not only the, the production of uh, the logistics of getting folks on the call, and what to do when the call drops and how to get them back on. But he also managed the live stream, which was going out. Uh, and then he did Facebook live streaming for the show. And And I learned from Sam that uh, 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 a minute when you have to fill it can feel like a day.
6: <laughs> but an
0: hour show flies like two minutes. So Sam Leibowitz, a special place in uh, my heart and Nonprofit Radio's heart for for Sam. Thank you Claire
2: thank you very very much
0: thanks and we'll, we'll be revisiting one more time delightful dozen but um, Scott uh, Scott's gonna play Scott's gonna play cheap red wine I believe yeah I hope
3: yes uh, that's the plan yeah and, and just want to say real quick just Tony it's such a pleasure to be here and uh, this it, it all started from uh, you, you licensed this song uh, to use cheap red wine as, as the the walk-in music as it were. And uh, it's just been so fun to, to have this continuing uh, work relationship, and and so and thank you for you know picking my music and, and enjoying it. So uh, pleasure to pleasure to be here. So here's the it was full, it was my pleasure, Scott. Yeah, here's the full tune. <laughs>
5: Nobody else in mind. Nobody is waiting in line. Oh, we just.
0: thank that you is, as always thank you
6: wonderful. Thank
3: you. love scott so great
0: song oh. always makes me smile scott i, I, yeah. I, I, I turned you. up my volume
3: awesome uh, and, and and i didn't have any banging on the walls from the neighbors so we're good
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> city living for you
1: i thought you meant from the baby
8: oh.
3: <laughs> turn it strong. down will you no when oh, she, when turn it turn up her, no when she turns like 13 Dad, not that song again. Right, right. right, you'll, still right.
0: Be doing, you'll still be on, oh, once a year I have to hear this song, Dad? Uh, oh, nice.
3: <laughs> not give this not guy the up. oldies, God. <laughs> um, give this guy up. Yeah. <laughs>
6: right. Claire, let's That's finish cute. up our Delightful Dozen.
2: All right, well, this Delightful Dozen has just been delightful. I've had such a delightful time putting together the Delightful Dozen with my pal, Tony Martinetti, who I admire greatly for his 600 podcasts just amazing so the next members our final members actually of the delightful dozen are amy sample ward and Jean takaki yeah that's two of them we got two more absolutely
0: that. so grateful to each of you um for your contributions you know for for helping small and mid-sized shops you know certainly for the the contributions you make to the show the time you put in on the show but you know each of your individual practices too you know you're you're devoted to to helping helping those those small and mid-sized shops grow and and be sustainable and be smart about legal compliance Gene, and be smart about the use of technology amy and um, i'm grateful I, i'm grateful to each of you to have you as uh, esteemed contributors Aww um gene you 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 joined the show boy second month uh your first time on the show was uh august 27th of 2010 we talked about uh, keeping your board on board so with my uh, my silly puns I, I i started early started early i'm still trying uh, keeping your board on board and out of trouble and uh and that was our seventh show uh, and you've been on you've been a contributor since well, thank you gene
4: Thank you, Tony. Amazing um, to for for it to be um, that long and, and to be a part of it, Tony. Really appreciate you um, giving a voice to to folks like us to to be able to share our our um, perspectives with with your listeners and uh, really just a a wonderful service that you provide. Well,
0: I would say your expertise. I know you're too modest to say that, but it's you're you're sharing your expertise with listeners. So thank you, and I'm. Happy to give you that 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 platform, of course. Uh, Amy Amy joined in uh, the hundredth show, so that was July thirteenth, twenty twelve. Wow, five hundred shows ago. Uh, that was an all social media show, as a matter of fact. Um, Amy and Jean were both on together, and then there were a couple of other former contributors, Maria Semple and Scott Kegler. Uh, Amy joined us on the one hundredth show first as our social media contributor and then technology and social media contributor, uh, Amy. You know, I, I, I was trying to remember who introduced us. I, I, don't, I don't remember, but I'm forever grateful that, uh, that we, we got together and grateful for your contributions. You know, the time you put into to the show and uh, the, the collaboration with, with N10 as well around the, the conference each year.
1: I'm so glad I started when I still lived in New York, so I have lots of memories of trying to get on the subway to get <laughs> up down to <laughs> Sam Studio and go up the like tiny one-person right. coffin uh, elevator elevator. I know. <laughs> in to record, <laughs> yeah. and it's New York, so every train is always late, and I'd be trying to text you, "I'm coming," and you were like, "I'll just yeah. keep randomly talking into this microphone until Amy walks through the elevator." Um, but I'll tell you that I really appreciated you, Tony, because I don't know how much you remember this because we've had the opportunity to talk about lots of things over the year. But, um, when, after I started on the show in 2012 on the hundredth episode, after that, uh, is when Nten's former executive director stepped down and I told you, d- should I, try to be the CEO. Should I apply? Because I'm hearing from some people when I've asked them that like, I'm too young or I can't do it. You know, I'm not qualified. And you were like, why wouldn't you be the CEO? And I was like, darn it. I'm going to (laughs) apply. And here I am all these years later, still the CEO. So thank you for believing in me.
2: That's absolutely. a great story. I, I really true, love yeah. that story, Amy. Thank you for sharing that because yeah. so many people really feel like, oh, I don't know if I should apply for that. I don't have enough experience. And and we sh- all should apply for everything all the time. I'm running for president of the United States. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will vote Not for Not qualified, <laughs> but hey.
2: <laughs> all right. Then we, we've got, thank you so much, Amy. And, Amy and thank G. you for yes, being in absolutely. our delightful dozen. Amy and Jean, and so um, we have another one, and then another one. So the first of the other ones are Susan Chavez, Tony, Susan Chavez. Why is she uh, delightful Susan, does yes. it?
0: She's our excellent current social media manager for the show. Uh, she she promotes the show. She's proactive about doing it. She has ideas uh, for things that we can do. Uh, she tracks analytics. We talk each month about numbers and what might be causing different trends or. She'll set my mind at ease and say, you know, it's a blip. Don't worry about it. Of course, those are the downward trends, but then she'll, you know, usually the upward trends is usually because she had a recommendation for something that we try and it brought a lot of attention, you know, on one of the platforms or to the, to the site or to the show, that particular show or something. So uh, yes, much gratitude to uh, Susan Chavez. I, I, when I'm uh, telling people that they'll hear from her when they're, when, they're getting, when their appearance is coming up on the show, I say, you'll get an email from my excellent social manager, Susan Chavez. I always say, excellent social manager. So She's Susan, Chavez a, lot Susan of Chavez, a lot of gratitude to her. Okay, so we've
2: got a carton of eggs. There's 11 eggs, good eggs in the carton. And we have one final good egg to put in our carton of the Delightful Dozen. And the final person in our Delightful Dozen
0: is none other than Scott Stein. Has to be, has to be. Yes, of course. Thank you. I, I had trouble finding that uh, licensing agreement, but uh, Gene will be pleased (laughs) to know that this is all. This was all done by attorney. It was not a handshake deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was. It was August of 2013. I licensed Mm -hmm. your show.
3: Yeah, I remember that. It was uh, from my old roommate Joseph Becker, who is (laughs) an attorney, and who connected (laughs) us. So yeah, absolutely. But that's right. It, but uh, first, again, congratulations! Six hundred episodes is just amazing, unbelievable. And, and, and I, I should also add, like, as a professional musician, uh, the nonprofit world is, is also very near and dear to my heart because a lot of what we do involves uh, foundations, and um, you know, and 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 the nonprofit world and the music world are very much intertwined. Um, so this is just a wonderful resource and and I I suspect too that some folks that I've worked with over the years are our are, are, are listeners as well and if they're not they should be so
0: it's got to get a lot of comments about nonprofit radio that it's one of the things people will say you know they they learn from it it's valuable but also entertaining good and your music your music brings us in every show and takes us out every show so you're a big part of what people like about nonprofit radio so thank you
3: oh well, thank you Tony
0: thank
2: you and thats is our delightful dozen 12 fabulous people that tony martinetti um
0: acknowledged well That's 12 a delightful is, yeah, dozen. yes absolutely and, and they are 12 exemplary folks delightful 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 all.
2: delightful um, dozen.
0: however claire i would like to make it a baker's dozen
2: 13.
0: yes i want to make you our our <gasps> extra donut you're the extra donut in our oh, in i'm our the baker's extra dozen. donut crispy claire, cream i love mom. the
2: big box of crispy cream can i be the donut with like the white frosting and the multicolored
0: sprinkles Absolutely. That's okay. you. That's you. It. That, uh, our 13th donut, our 13th member of the delightful dozen, um, you know, talk about believing in, you know, you believed in me when I had this crazy idea that I wanted to start a podcast 12 years ago. And you said, you have no idea what you're getting into. You have to keep it up. You have to have guests <laughs> yep. and content. And you, you really, I, you know, you haven't, you don't have a background in it. Uh, but, you know, you gave me the downsides and I said, I can do it. I, and you believed, you believed, uh, you talked me out of calling it Tony uh, the Tony Martinetti show. <laughs> that I said it had show. to have
2: non-profit in the title. You needed yeah, non-profit yeah. in the title. That
0: was probably a good idea. Yep. So And I talked
2: Tony you out Martinetti- of doing news. Because it wouldn't be evergreen. Right, you wanted I wanted do to do news, news so I, I talked to you to out of doing news, and show then still
0: after two weeks. Yeah, and then I
2: said, do you know how to do like a rundown, a show sheet. Do you had know how to book guests. And I made you all these little cheat sheets and stuff, and and um, helped you out at the very beginning. No, I'm so proud. I really am. I'm really proud to have been there from the beginning, from that that first conversation that we had at the the steakhouse in Cary, North Carolina, where I go, you're going to do a podcast. Like, do you know how much work that is? Yeah. So that was way back in the day. So thank you. Thank you for letting me be your um, baker's dozen and the dozen donuts in the Krispy Kreme box. Send us some free donuts, Krispy Kreme. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Nonprofit Radio 12 years ago. It's unbelievable. I'm so, so proud of you. I'm going to cry. I'm really, really, really proud of you because people think they can do a podcast. They think it's easy and it is not. And it's a lot of work. And to do one every single week, that's I tell everybody that. I'm like, this guy does a podcast every single week. He books guests. They're all good podcasts. They're all high quality. You do all the, you know, you bring it all together. It's very hard to produce something and host it and get it on the air and do all the social and the and the production and everything around it. So three cheers to you, Tony Martinetti. Maybe it's a baker's plus dozen of 14 and you're in there as well.
0: Well, I have an <laughs> I have an exemplary team helping, but thank you, thank you, Claire. Thanks, Tony. It's time to wrap wrap our our six hundredth show, the twelfth jubilee. Of course, we'll be back next July for six fifty. So glad! Thank you, thank you, Jean. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Claire Meyerhoff. We always call each other. I always call it Claire Meyerhoff. Yeah, I don't, we'll just we just call on
2: the phone. go, "Hi, Tony yeah. Martinetti." Hi, Claire Meyerhoff.
0: Thank you. Thanks to everybody. <laughs> Um, and uh, my, my gratitude to our listeners that uh, you what you're what makes the show <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: worth doing. We do it for you.
1: Yay, thank you, Tony. Thank you so much, Tony. You're the best, really. <laughs> now I'm gonna cry. And Tony, just like I said earlier, you know that all these folks have thirteen thousand people have been listening for years because they want to keep learning. You are such a great example of someone who has, never said you already know everything and you are consistently open to learning and I appreciate that about you.
2: Thanks Amy. And if I could say something about nonprofit people in general, as I've been thinking, as I've been listening to Gene and Amy all this time and Scott, what he just said about the music world, is that nonprofit people are really wonderful. We really volunteer our time. Like what we're doing right now, we took this hour and a half out of our day to do this. Not that it's, you know, we love it, it's great, but nonprofit people are very good at at sharing and and actually really care about the nonprofit world. And we do everything that everybody asks us. If someone says, Hey, Claire, can you write me a little article? Can you do this? Can you? Oh yeah, sure. It's like, we all really help each other out a lot. And just like um, Peter said earlier, it's, it's, it's really a wonderful community. And I'm going to cry because I'm really proud to be part of the nonprofit world. I, I can't imagine working in any other field.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Tony. Next week. Our 22 NTC coverage picks back up with cybersecurity for the accidental techie. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) They're all good. If you missed any part of this week's show, I beseech you. Find it at TonyMartinetti.com. We're sponsored by Turn 2 Communications, PR and content for nonprofits. Your story is their mission. Turn-2.co. And by Fourth Dimension Technologies, IT Infra in a Box, the Affordable Tech Solution for Nonprofits, tony.ma 4D. Just like 3D, but they go one dimension deeper. Our creative producer is Claire Meyerhoff. That's me. the show's hey, social hey. media is by <laughs> Susan Chavez. <laughs> Mark Silverman is our web guy. And this music is by Scott Stein. Oh, thank you for that affirmation, Scotty. Be with me next week for Nonprofit Radio Big Nonprofit Ideas for the Other 95%.
5: Claire!
2: Tony! Oh, I have a line. I have a line that's so important. Go out and be great.